When they had reached a point about two hundred feet from the mill, they paused to reconnoiter. We've got to cross that open space, whispered Frank. And what then? See that willow tree beside the mill? Joe nodded. It reaches right to the roof. If we can climb that tree and drop to the roof or get in a window, we'll be all right. As long as we can get up the tree without being heard, we have to take our chances on that, Frank said in a low voice. I think it's going to be harder to cross that open space. For two hundred feet, the grassy sward was bathed in moonlight. They could not walk across it without being in full view of anyone who might be watching from the mill. They dropped to their hands and knees, then left the shadow of the wood. They began to crawl slowly toward the willow tree at the rear of the mill. The moon was high in the sky and seemed like a giant searchlight. It seemed impossible that they could cross that open space without being discovered. Every blade of grass seemed clearly revealed by the moonlight. When they were about halfway toward the mill, they heard a sound in the distance. It was the banging of a heavy door. There was a warning whisper from Frank. They lay motionless in the thick grass. For a moment, a deep silence prevailed. Then, from the mill, they heard a surly voice. I saw someone out on the hillside. They were startled, but still they did not move. Their only hope of safety lay in silence and in remaining motionless. You're crazy, Markle, replied someone. There's no one out there. I tell you I saw someone crawling down through the grass. I'm sure of it. I saw him from that upper window. Whereabouts? Out there. See? Can't you see something dark up there? There was silence for a moment or so. Then the second man laughed. It's only a log. I tell you, it isn't a log. A log doesn't move. That isn't moving. It was. Well, if you're so sure of it, why don't you go on up and see? You're getting so nervous lately that you think people are hanging around here all the time. I've got a right to be nervous. We're not safe here, I tell you. We should have moved out of here a week ago. We'll never find a place as safe as this. Well, I'm going up on the hill and take a look at that log, as you call it. As it happened, there was a log lying in the grass close by Frank. But he realized that if Markle came up to investigate, he would have no chance to evade discovery. They could not get up and run away, at least not until capture seemed inevitable. Frank's heart sank. They had been discovered before they had a chance even to reach the mill. At that moment, relief came from a most unexpected quarter. A dark cloud that had been creeping across the sky began to obscure the moon, and gradually the vivid illumination that bathed the hillside gave way to gloom and darkness. The cloud hid the moon completely. Now's our chance, whispered Frank to his brother. Head toward the willow tree. He scrambled to his feet, and together the boys raced down the slope toward the willow tree back of the mill. Their feet made no sound in the deep grass. They were taking a desperate chance, they knew, for in spite of the cloud that had fallen across the moon, Markle might be able to see them. 
But Markle had just emerged from the mill, and his eyes were not yet accustomed to the gloom. As the boys reached the shelter of the willow tree, the moon emerged from behind the cloud, and slowly the hillside was again bathed in radiance. Panting, the boys halted beneath the tree and looked back. They could see the dark figure of Markle as he cut across the slope in a diagonal direction, and they watched as he drew near the place where they had been lying. They saw him stop, kick at something in the grass, then they heard him mutter as he turned away. "'Well, what was it?' called the other man from the doorway of the mill. "'It was a log, all right,' admitted Markle in a disgruntled tone. "'But I could have sworn I saw it move a while ago.' "'Better get your eyes tested. 